Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, July 27th, 547 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures up three and a quarter at 604. November soybeans up 12 and three quarters at 1396 and a half. September Chicago wheat up 12 and a half at 816 and a quarter. September Kansas City wheat up nine and a quarter at 886 and a quarter. September spring wheat up six and a quarter at 935. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Uh, leave me a review on that Apple app if you have not already. Could use some more there. If you guys are watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like these videos, leave me a comment, give me a crop update, let me know how things are looking in your neighborhood. If you'd like some additional information from me, go to my website, www standardgrain.com check out my premium subscription service today guys i send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day morning email has been going out about 5 30 a.m central time in that email you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of lots of charts graphics weather information my daily subscriber only videos are part of this deal Yesterday, I did a video about corn rallies beginning in late July. Can corn bottom in late July? doesn't happen real often that you'll see a big sell-off and then a major low in late July. That's kind of a contra-seasonal deal for that to occur. But we've got something that looks like that right now, potentially. So I went through some years that looked similar to this. Uh, did the rally continue? Did it not continue? Where did the corn yields end up? Uh, in those sort of years. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today. 50 bucks a month, you can cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Today is Fed Day. The Federal Reserve will likely hike interest rates again today. The decision will be announced at 1 o'clock p.m. Central Time following the Fed's two-day meeting. Traders generally expect a 75 basis point hike to the Fed fund rate, although there are some people who believe that a full point hike will be realized. Uh, interest rate markets are generally discounting additional rate hikes totaling about 1% in the period following today's meeting. So you're going to see a three-quarter point hike today in all likelihood, and then after that, probably another 1% in total uh, between now and the end of the year. Uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell recently said, you know, in so many words, that price stability is more important to the group than the risk of an economic slowdown. And we're already seeing some things that indicate an economic slowdown, not everything. Economic data has been a mixed bag. After today's probable rate hike, uh, the Fed does not meet in August, so you'll see another meeting in September. Uh, the trade will not only look at today's Fed decision, but we'll also look for forward guidance. What do they think moving forward? Uh, in addition to the Fed news, you've got second quarter GDP data tomorrow morning. You know, typically in a grain market deal, I'm not going to lead off with the Fed, but I do think it matters because I think that if you get into any sort of, of recessionary type deal, especially a deeper recession, it's a bad deal for the markets. It would result in reduced demand. Uh, it would result in more fund liquidation, that sort of stuff. So I do think this matters and has mattered uh, for a long time now. Summer crops in the European Union will be light due to hot and dry weather. Uh, earlier this week, the European Union's Crop Monitoring Service 
cut its yield forecast for all summer crops as a result of adverse weather. The group also made a small reduction to its winter wheat crop projection. Uh, this was a quote from uh, the group. The yield outlook for EU summer crops was substantially reduced due to continued hot and or dry weather conditions in large parts of Europe. The corn yield estimate was cut by nine bushels per acre, or about 8% from the previous estimate. USDA projects that the EU will produce 68 million metric tons of corn in total this year. That puts them below Brazil, but above Argentina as the world's fourth largest corn grower when you group all those countries in Europe together, the US, China, and Brazil are the world's top corn producers. So look for a cut potentially to the EU uh, corn uh, outlook or a projection from USDA on August 12th. Looking at the weather this morning, you've got some rains across this same band here, kind of from the southern plains through the southern Corn Belt, Mid-South. Rains over a little bit of Kansas, Missouri, southern Illinois, into parts of Indiana here this morning. Uh, next seven days, or I'm sorry, this is the last 72 hours on my screen now. Uh, last 72 hours, you saw quite a bit of rain in like this St. Louis area. There was some flooding noted uh, locally in those areas. Uh, southern Illinois, real wet. Southern Indiana, Kentucky, pretty wet. Missouri, pretty wet. Uh, Kansas caught some rain in different bands, a little bit in Nebraska. But then you look at at the more you know traditional areas of the Corn Belt, and they were drier. I mean, there were some rains, but but not a ton. So the last 72 hours were okay. The forecast moving forward is is more rain for this kind of band that that runs you know east to west from say Kansas to Kentucky, and some southern areas of the Corn Belt will be wet and they'll catch some rains. But you know northern Ohio, northern Indiana, most of Illinois, all of Iowa, all of Minnesota, most of Nebraska, the Dakotas continue to be dry. So this. Has hasn't really shifted much versus yesterday. Same kind of deal. Uh, your extended forecast looks threatening to me. Uh, strong odds of above normal temperatures, strong odds of, a below, of below normal precipitation in the 6 to 10 day period. That's August 1st through the 5th. Pretty much the same deal in the 8 to 14 day period, which is August 3rd through the 9th. Uh, around that first day of August, give or take, you're going to see this heat kind of roll into the Corn Belt. By August 4th or 5th, you should see some temperatures, at least according to this morning's forecast, you know, upper 90s, even 100 degrees in parts of Iowa, Illinois, uh, very important areas of the Corn Belt. So this is uh, a threatening forecast, uh, certainly, and uh, I think it's probably more friendly for maybe the soybean market than the corn market. And, you know, as I've said before, I've, I've never seen the bean market react to weather in August the way that the corn market reacts to weather in July. But this is a friendly deal, and we've rallied substantially. Uh, November soybean futures have rallied, I think, more than a dollar just from last week's low. So we are building in, uh, again, some weather premium or some premium that has to do with ideas of reduced crop prospects. Ukrainian grain shipments could begin within days. Reuters reports that uh, there's a headquarters overseeing exports of Ukrainian grains uh, that's going to be unveiled today. This is going to be something they're calling the Joint Coordination Center, and it's going to be in Turkey. It will oversee departures from all three Ukrainian ports. Uh, ships are going to need to navigate mines on their way out of these ports. All ships will be inspected for weapons and will ultimately pass through Turkish waters. One uh, representative from Turkey said this, It will not take more than a few days. It looks like the first grains will be loaded this week and its export from Ukraine will take place. Uh, and it, it, the uh, Russian attack 
on the Odessa port caused some immediate concern last week, and that was immediately following the signing of the deal. And then earlier this week, there were some additional Russian airstrikes at or near Ukrainian ports. So there's still some issues here. Early this morning, a Russian official said that the grain deal could collapse if obstacles to Russia's agricultural exports are not properly removed. Now, the West has not sanctioned uh, grains out of Russia, but I think he's referring to the more broad financial sanctions here, which Russia has said has, has caused them problems in regard to exports. So this is still kind of an up-in-the-air deal. I mean, maybe they're going to export some grain, but Russia could very quickly uh, end all of this if they don't get what they want, I suppose. So it's still uh, kind of a fluid situation here this morning. Commodity markets as a whole have recovered during the last couple of weeks. I figured I'd show you guys this chart today. So this is the Bloomberg Commodity Index, which tracks you know, a basket of commodities, everything from energies to grains uh, to metals, um, all that sort of stuff. And the first part of the year, you know, we saw this big rally here. And this was uh, speculators and a lot of outside money, I think. They wanted to own commodities as an inflation hedge, which was a really good trade for a while. And then beginning here in the early part of June, you saw this big liquidation event from its June 8th high to its July 6th low, this index lost uh, like 20%. And since that July 6th low, we've rallied back about 9%. So we've seen some, some stability here. We've seen the energy market stabilize. Uh, natural gas has taken off. Uh, precious metals have stabilized. Grains have rallied a little bit. Some of your outside soft commodities have rallied a little bit. So was that the end of the big commodity liquidation event here earlier in July? I'm not too sure, but we've certainly got a recovery here uh, that is noteworthy. The cattle market was lower yesterday. Feeder cattle were lower and the hog market was lower. There was some light cash trade at 135, I believe, in the south. I will see what develops today. U.S. dollars a little bit lower. The S&P is up 35 points. The Dow Jones up 135. Bonds about flat. Uh, precious metals pretty quiet. Crude oil is up a dollar oh two at 96 bucks even in the September WTI. Have a great day today, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.